Coming up, what an excellent day for more coffee. Well, howdy folks, and welcome to Minute 76 of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we endeavor to examine, extrapolate, and excavate The Exorcist, minute by terrifying minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark. And I'm Keenan Diaz. And we'll be your holy guides on this journey through what some have called the scariest movie of all time. Okay, so our minute begins with Chris saying, Judas Priest, just a second. And it ends with Chris going to get more coffee. More coffee. Yes, indeed, folks. Always the considerate hostess is Chris McNeil. But let's jump to the top of this minute. Chris exclaims, Judas Priest, which I always thought was weird, given that she says Christ and Jesus Christ so many times in this thing. But I mm-hmm. guess, uh, you know, to her, it's all the same, right? <laughs> um, so you think it's weird that she would like, you know, hold back and, and say Judas Priest instead? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe maybe because she's, you know, uh, in in the company of a, a stranger, perhaps. Right, because I mean, she can she can swear in front of Sharon and Carl <laughs> right. and Willie, right, and the doctors, these ADA doctors. <laughs> but she knows uh, Detective Kinderman is Jewish. I'm sure she's a, a oh. reasonable, learned person. Yeah, right. <laughs> but what, culture. We, she's met other Jews. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, but we're also assuming: what if he hates Judas Priest? Right? <laughs> we don't know. Like, you know. These kids, this music. Hey. <laughs> oh, this hey. terrible music. <laughs> That's it. My favorite, my favorite thing is like, you know, um, he said, uh, I think we already read it, but it was like, these drugs, these drugs, this LSD, right? Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, yeah. This Judas Priest. <laughs> um, I keep on saying, oi. I don't want to say, oi. <laughs> he does not say, oi, Detective. No, he doesn't say, oi. <laughs> Folks, I am, it, it's, it's, a, it's like a, a, a reactionary thing. Let me, yeah. Did, <laughs> This is this like because I would say it when I'm an old man, okay? Yes, I think that that Blatty would would say that. Yeah, Blatty would say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, anybody would say that. That's a, that's an anybody thing. Um, uh, but yeah, like I think I think to her, it's all the same, right? Mm-hmm. I, also, interesting thematic link here. Not just you know the obvious uh, religious references, mm-hmm. right, for Judas Priest, but like also the fact that Judas Priest was one of the first, um, if not. Uh, if not the first bands to be accused of having uh, subliminal messages if played backwards, right? Oh, like the Satans, the Satanists, uh, Satan, mm-hmm. pan, Satanic panic sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Like also, also being like uh, accused of Satanic involvement, right? Mm. Specifically. And, you know, and all that stuff, right? Um, you know, also just a, a fun curse to say. Judas Priest, right? <laughs> I like it. So that so Judas Priest is a minced oath, which is one of my favorite things to study. So, mm. um, so that is just, if you haven't heard that before, it's just like specific Specifically using a euphemism and rather than saying like a uh, taking the word's name in vain or saying something pro- profane or taboo or et cetera. Right. Right. So gosh. Yeah. Right. Gosh or or darn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we say darn yeah, we, we say gosh and darn it so much that we don't really recognize they were saying God damn it. Right. Like, right. They've become their that. own thing. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I've said on the show before when I was a kid, like way too late into my uh, into my childhood, I would say rats and, and nuts mm. instead of real <laughs> swear words. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like this. I, I study this when I or I teach the, my students this when we do the Disney class because of Jiminy Cricket. Mm, oh yeah, Jiminy Cricket. Right? Yeah, Jiminy Cricket is just Jesus Christ. It's just a, it's just a minced oath. But now wait, wait, wait we, Jiminy uh, Cricket is Jesus. Christ. Oh, I see what you're saying. 
<laughs> well, he is a little bit Jesus Christ, like in yeah. in the in the Disney version of Pinocchio. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't die for Pinocchio or anything, but he does. Yeah, he's his conscious. He's a spirit guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So he's Jiminy Cricket, and that's just a JC. And anytime that they there's a JC in literature, you should just think of it as a Jesus figure. So like mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. John Carpenter is that his name in um, Brave New World? Does that sound right to you? Brave New World. Um. Well, I was thinking of um. I don't know about that. I don't mm-hmm. know about Brave New World. I know about John Coffee from the Green Mile. Oh yeah, there you right? go. Yeah. Who it was actually supposed to be John something else, and then Stephen mm-hmm. King changed it to John Coffee for uh-huh. the for the Jesus reference, right? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And also, you got Julius Caesar, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Um. If there, if there was ever any question about like who's the good guy and who's the bad guy, at least when <laughs> Shakespeare was writing it, mm-hmm. um, J. C. gets uh you know betrayed and 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 murdered by his friends. Um, yeah. So know. even even though the real Julius Caesar lived before Christ, right. he gets turned into a Christ figure by the sake of him uh, having the J. C. Uh, yes, <laughs> the yes. J. C. abbreviation. Yeah. And it's all for you know like the monarch is you know like like the Queen Elizabeth is watching the show right, mm-hmm. and it's like a monarch gets killed, and it's like oh. It's mm-hmm. like, how terrible that is right now we live in a democracy we, we live in a a uh a post-capitalist hellscape <laughs> that's right <laughs> yes and when they stab the uh, uh when they stab the the dictatorial um totalitarian monarch we're like yes yeah. we want to bathe in his blood <laughs> that's right yes. brutus is the hero <laughs> So, yeah, so I like Judas. Do you, I don't say Judas Priest. Do you have a favorite mince word? Uh, mince, I don't say Judas Priest in my real life. But oh, geez. Um, well, I mean, geez, I say a lot. <laughs> say geez, yeah, yeah. Uh, on this Wikipedia page, they now have see also let's go Brandon under mince oath, which of oh course my god is one right? That, that that's I, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, I like uh, people who say expletive deleted out loud. I think that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> expletive deleted. <laughs> yeah, and then I I, I was um, very surprised by like um, when I was looking up this last time when I was teaching the Disney class, I was trying to find other examples and like mm. uh, you know blimey and crikey, which they say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So blimey is a mince oath for blind me, like like yes. as in God blind me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and crikey is uh, is the same, right? It's like it's like Christ Christ kill me or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they say cracky. Crikey. Yeah. Um, my oh, uh, uh, I remember a history teacher. Again, I don't know if if, if this is uh, um, uh, if this has been borne out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I remember my, I think it was U.S. history teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think it would be my world history teacher, but like my U.S. <laughs> history teacher in high school saying that bloody. Uh-huh. Um, it was like, you know, it was like by Christ's blood right, or something right. like that. So it all, it all goes back to, to JC, the big JC. <laughs> well, so I think we can say this word, um, which, because we say it on the podcast a lot, which is cunt. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we say that cunting. And so mm-hmm. in Cockney rhyming slang, mm-hmm. uh, instead of saying cunt, they'll say Berkeley hunt. Oh yeah. <laughs> which has been abbreviated here. I'm reading, just reading from the Wikipedia page, just mm-hmm. flatly mm-hmm. live on the air. Uh, so, uh, Berkeley hunt, which is subsequently abbreviated to Burke. So Burke just means <gasps> cunt. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I got to go back to my corkboard and rearrange all my red threads. Oh my god! I mean, oh my gosh! <laughs> Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Oh, and then one last thing. Do you know? Um, um, 
uh, oh God, what's that show that I'm trying to tell you about? <laughs> uh, I don't know, Keenan. <laughs> the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Do you know that? Okay, show? yeah. Uh, no, 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 I don't. So, so there's a very funny scene. So John Hamm is the cult leader, and he's kept Kimmy. Um, he he kidnapped all these girls since they were young, and then kept uh-huh. them in a, a sex cult underground. And oh, now Jesus. they've got now they've got now. But it's a it's a comedy. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> So sorry, I'm glad though. you told me it was a comedy. <laughs> so I was a, worried for a second. It's a Tina Fey, Robert Carlock comedy. So, okay, okay, okay. So uh, John Hamm is the leader of that. He's like, you know, he gets away with everything because he's just so charming and, and so good looking. Mm-hmm. And so that at, at the at his trial, he's giving his own, he's defending himself and he's pretending mm-hmm. to be this man of God, this reverend. So, right, right, so he's right. saying like, he's such a good guy. He says, I believe in Gosh and his son Jeepers <laughs> <laughs> and the Holy Ghost who's here today supporting me. Don't let that sway you. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! There you I, go. You know, yeah, jeez, jeez. No, I, I think um, uh, to answer your question from before, I think for me, um, I say I say Jesus, or I, I was like, oh Jesus, you know, um, a lot. Um, Jesus Christ, you know, something like that. Um, which, yeah, it's 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 weird how these things kind of like lose their edge the mm-hmm. more I, I guess normalized they be well that's the definition of normalization Lester <laughs> duh <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's so weird how normal these things become when you normalize them <laughs> I have a podcast right no but I totally get your point right? like we, we don't think about them anymore which is what I find right. fascinating yeah yeah. which is like, like but watching you know old shows mm-hmm. where someone would just be like damn and you'd be like, <gasps> oh gosh, right? They can't, they well, can't say damn. They're from the thirties, <laughs> right? Wally Beaver's like covering his ears. He's like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy oh, jeepers, yeah. Batman! Oh, and that's one of my favorite things. Uh, my favorite mince oath, I guess, in besides Jiminy Crickets, is um, in Little Women, where where she says Christopher Columbus, which is <laughs> <laughs> so in the Greta Gerwig version. Um, she doesn't go so in the Catherine Hepburn version, she says that all this is Christopher Columbus and Jiminy Cricket. So then in the Greta Gerwig version, uh Saoirse Ronan is told by her older sister when they're going to this fancy party, don't say Jiminy Crickets, don't say Christopher Columbus. <laughs> you embarrass me. <laughs> well, I mean speaking of Christopher Columbus, um mm-hmm. I, I mean that's kind of become we've 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 come all the way around, right? Mm-hmm. Much like he wasn't able to do. Um, <laughs> all the way around. <laughs> all the way around. Um, but no, like that's kind of become a, a, a swear and right. rightly so because mm-hmm. like he was a, he was a horrible he was a genocider and a slaver. Genocide. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I think, I, I think they were a little bit ahead of their time, right? <laughs> Making that into a swear word, Christopher Columbus. We right. need to bring that back. Like when, whenever something is just like disgustingly <laughs> awful, right. we're just like Christopher, Christopher Columbus. Columbus, right. Yeah. yeah. But again, it's just like, yeah, you're starting to say Christ, but it's, I guess it's like, it's like a, um, an animaniac sort of fake out, right? Like, it, like right. oh, the, the kid just said Christ, but no, he said Christopher Columbus. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, <laughs> gonna freak out these like Judas yeah. Priestwood. I'm gonna freak mm-hmm. out these normies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher yeah. Columbus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, animaniacs. <laughs> okay. Not everybody. Um, and I think I think we talked about this uh, before on the show, but just like the the idea of damn and mm-hmm. damn you. Right. Right. Like there was there was a time and it, like I got into Charles Dickens. Um, 
I think uh, in in college I was I was reading like his other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like after after um, Christmas Carol, uh, and and there was a lot of uh, people in his books saying "damn me," oh, uh-huh. and that was their oath. It was like, well, damn me, right? <laughs> and I just I was like, when did what was the pinpoint? What was the what was the day mm-hmm. where you know Mr. Porter came out of uh, out of his shop and he was like, well, damn me, damn me, <laughs> wait. Damn you! <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, you know, the 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 little the little uh, street urchins. Are like, Everybody gather around! Look what look what Mr. Porter's doing! <laughs> yeah, look what he invented! It's like, damn you and damn you and and you're cool, but damn you! Right? Yeah, I think Ian actually um, uh, made that joke. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm stealing that from him. Right. But that's like actually because I'm a Christopher Columbus now. <laughs> That's what actually it means to take the Lord's name in vain, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, like the idea that I I know that God would damn you for that. That is what right. taking the, uh, the Lord's name in vain is. So, like, you know, the I don't know how it is in other countries, but in America here, yeah, we we treat taking the Lord's name in vain just saying their name as a swear word, which isn't mm-hmm. isn't really what the uh, commandment is saying, right? It, yes, it, yeah, the whole because in in America we we love taking the Lord's name in vain, <laughs> saying like <laughs> I I know exactly what God is thinking about. He's, he's mm-hmm. agree, God agrees with me. That's taking the Lord's name exactly. In vain. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, I was. Yeah, yeah. Not to get like a little bit uh, heavy and uh, opinionated here, folks. But like, I mean, you know, we just talked about uh, in the last episode how uh, I believe God has a sense of humor. Um, <laughs> this whole thing of it, I think, I think God minds a lot less um, about us saying "God damn" than He does about us saying that He hates, uh, you know, so and so and such uh-huh, and such. Right, and right. you know, it's like that's not, um, you know, us us putting words in His mouth. I think mm-hmm. that's taking His name in vain, right? Or, or doing uh, horrible things in His in His name. That's right. His name or when right, someone you know. says, "How could you do that?" and, and people, I, again, I don't know how it is in other cultures, but mm-hmm. you'll be like, "Whoa, that's really messed up of you." And and someone will say, "Like, well, I'm right with the Lord." Which yeah. is it's actually like taking the Lord's name in vain. Like you don't yes. actually know. Right. 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 Yeah. Like doing doing horrible, awful things or saying <laughs> right. horrible, awful yeah. things in his name. Yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. Right. And so you're going to go up there and it's like, so you said, you said, uh, goddamn, like uh, about uh, uh, 1,500 times in, in your lifetime. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, oh, my favorite one. My favorite mm-hmm. one. Um, I was uh, I was uh, briefly dating this girl mm-hmm. and uh, and she said, um, shut the front door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've never met a person who said that. And that was great. And <laughs> and I never heard it again until just uh, this year. Keenan, um, when uh, they were doing like those little mini interviews um, for all the Oscar nominees, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they were talking to Brendan Fraser, <laughs> and just literally the sweetest, kindest, nicest man, mm-hmm. and uh, they they said something uh, to him that that he uh, could not could not believe he could not uh, um, uh, 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 credit, and he said, "Shut the front door," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my God, Brendan Fraser, I love you even more now." Oh, that's him. Ah. A well-deserved victory. That's a very '90s and very '90s mince oath. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shut the front door. Right. Oh, love it, love it. Okay. <laughs> we have any, let's. Hey, Ken. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the top of this minute. The exorcist uh, minute. Yeah, the exorcist <laughs> minute where we examine and extrapolate and excavate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got. We were talking about swear words, but swear you know. words are very fun. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, even yeah, fake ca- kitty swear words, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> Captain Howdy knows. He's going to teach you to swear, kid. Um, but yeah, she's using this this minced oath here, right? This mm-hmm. Judas priest, right? Because 
well, what do you think, Keenan? Is the subtext, Jesus Christ, hang on, let me think, like, mm-hmm. let me think if anyone was here, or is it more like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I have to think about this right now? Oh, yes. Uh, again, I don't know. Could she possibly think that there was someone else there who pushed Burke out that window? I don't mm. know about that. Like, is it like, oh my God, like a a life preserver, like mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, let me, let me. Oh, let like, me trace back and I'll find the alibi for my daughter. And Exactly, right? Uh-huh. Or is it like, is like, oh my God, why are you dragging me through this? <laughs> like Jesus Christ, just a second, let like, me, let oh, me go. I don't yeah. to think about any of this, yeah. <laughs> please yeah. don't like, please don't make me think as George W. Bush used to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of quotes. Um, Power Christ compels you. Um, No, that's a joke on Family Guy. They're looking for him on mm -hmm. 9-11. And he says, please don't make me do stuff. (laughs) So he would be, he would be in in the two priest situation. Mm -hmm. He would be, he would be (laughs) Karis. Right, exactly. (laughs) Just at at the foot of that bed with that, with that face looking like, oh my God. No, I can't believe they see me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you know what she did no no please don't tell me <laughs> no yeah i think chris is trying to just get her head right she's like all these yeah. uh, she's a well-rehearsed actor right i don't know if she has mm-hmm, any mm-hmm. improv training but we do see her like looking through her script to me and like like you know doing all that work and we believe that she's mm-hmm, a good mm-hmm. actor we don't see her ever really acting beyond that one scene right mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we get the idea right that she she can study things and she can she can perform well right yeah and that's the question right like oh god now that she has new additional material here yeah yeah and and then you know there's also the question of like uh is the because no matter how good of an actor you are right mm-hmm. there is there is like you know acting for the camera acting mm-hmm. on stage and acting uh, uh, um you know uh in front of the mic mm-hmm. um and Lying. Right? Like, <laughs> Those are two like separate just, things you're saying, or yeah, well, like like just straight up lying, like to <laughs> to a a, a a a homicide detective, <laughs> right? I mean, if 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 all actors, if all amazing actors mm-hmm. were also like really really good at covering up murders, uh, <laughs> Ian McKellen would be the most dangerous man in the world. Anthony Hopkins would be Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't kill him. I think you killed him. Yeah. Tell me about your childhood. <laughs> yeah. How do we know that Meryl Streep isn't the biggest serial killer that's ever existed? You don't know. <laughs> yeah. The opinions of the exorcist. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, like, so, so whatever she's doing, mm-hmm. she is, she is trying to find her footing, I right. think. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Whether or not she's, she's a, a, trying to. Um, recover some sort of like script that she's going to uh, spit mm-hmm. out at Kinderman, or if she's like trying to actually like think of something uh, like like uh, truthful to say, right? Right. And she's she's just kind of like putting all the puzzle pieces in her mm-hmm. in you know together in her head right now, right? right? And all the while she's doing this, she's she's got her hands clasped together, right? Like as if in prayer, right? Oh, like I like that. Like yeah. she's like, hey God, if you're there, I know I don't believe in you, but <laughs> like ex- throw me a line, please, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, so Kinderman presses her, right? Like the servants, they have visitors. He's given her like th- these opportunities, right? Like anybody, the servants, right? They have visitors, right? Not at all, Chris says. Well, that's a sad um, view of uh, I know. Chris has of uh, Willie and Carl. <laughs> no, they're not allowed to have an outside life. 
But again, the it servants. Right, they have a lot. Right. No, the, the they're just a candlestick and a, <laughs> and a, and a little <laughs> grand, miniature grandfather clock. Yeah. <laughs> Kinnaman, I don't. I don't think you realize what you just said. Do the servants <laughs> have visitors? Say that and hear yourself again. <laughs> did, did you see that guy just come in right now? Yeah, you think yeah. That guy has friends. Well, hang on, a, hang on a second. Don't say it. Don't say it just yet. Carl, <laughs> get in here. I want to show you something funny. <laughs> Bring your girlfriend, uh, your wife. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Your sister. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your sister. Listen away. to what. Listen to what this detective just said. <laughs> no, they're not allowed to have any fun at all. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. I mean, that does that does sort of um, make me think, right? So, like, we don't know this necessarily in the movie. I guess in the mm-hmm. movie, it's that's kind of sort of open ended. Like, do they come with the house, or in mm-hmm. the book, as you say, they have followed they have followed from Los Angeles, so they right. have a long standing relationship with Ray. Yeah, they're they're essentially family, right? Yeah. yeah, but mm-hmm. in the movie, like, yeah, do we do we rent this house and we get a Willie and Carl there? Like, right? They don't seem necessarily particularly close, right? Chris and Willie and Carl mm-hmm. in the movie version. In the movie version, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It is it is a little bit, and and that's something that I have to keep on um, mm-hmm. trying to uh, uh, keep in the top of my mind is uh-huh. is that yeah, movie and, and the book are are different in some ways, especially in that like. Like not not just in 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 what the movie says, but also what it doesn't say. So right. there is there is no. I mean, like you say, smoking gun of them having a history, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, like it just it. But I th- I think just like you, Keenan, it struck me as like, like the way that she says, not at all. Right? <laughs> no, they don't have visitors, <laughs> right? But that's yeah, that's well, of course. I mean, saying like in, in the book, if they had come from LA, of course they're not going to get visitors in Washington. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that makes right. sense, right? Like yeah, they don't know anybody here, and and again they. Um, you know, all of their friends are other maids and butlers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and so they have they have their own house in LA to take care of. You're only allowed to be friends with other maids and other butlers. Right. I want to see any any uh fraternization. Who's this who's this other movie star you hang out with? <laughs> right. They're just best buddies with Robert Redford. Yeah. <laughs> well you can just go work for Robert Redford. <laughs> Perhaps we will, madam. Yeah. <laughs> What is this? Two weeks notice? Nah, get out of here right now. <laughs> Ask Robert Redford to pick you up. You might use in the car. <laughs> I'll send your stuff. But but that would be a fantastic movie, you know. Chris, yeah. you know, Chris as this evil is evil uh, stepmother <laughs> to <laughs> Willie and Carl, and right? at the end, Robert Redford shows up in his car. I'm coming to break you out. <laughs> yeah. All Robert, I always knew you was coming for us. <laughs> I appreciate this deeply, Mister Redford. <laughs> no, no, please call me Robert. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, but yeah, okay. Yeah, we're painting we're painting um uh Chris in, in a in a weird light right now. <laughs> she's got a lot in her mind. <laughs> yeah, she's no, she's 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 Keenan, I think she's been through a lot, I think. Yeah. Um but no, so she says she says not at all, right? right? <clears throat> Understandable, like if they if they, you know, followed her all the way from LA. Um and now again, the camera is moving away from the scene mm-hmm. rather quickly, almost as if we can see where this is going and we don't also want to be uh, implicated in this crime, <laughs> right? It was like, oh, gee, oh, oh, you know, I got a, mm, I, I left, uh, you know, the, the oven on in, in, in LA. I got to go. <laughs> oh, I just remembered I left the murder weapon on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 
now, now, I know we've been backing away this whole time, the, the, the whole time, <laughs> right? But I'm really noticing it here, maybe because of these these quick cuts, and I, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. Keenan, before we started this episode, you were talking about like how excited you were to talk about, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, the the moving in and the moving out of this camera. But like to me, it almost seemed they like the two cuts, right? We're cutting between Kinderman and Chris, and they almost seem out of step with each other, if that makes any sense. Like what I mean is like we're cutting between the two shots as they're moving out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like each time we cut, we reset and we're back a little bit closer right. to where we had finished on the last set. So, I, okay. I like, I, I know I'm not explaining this right. I like, uh, no, like, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. All right. But like, yeah, folks, imagine like we're, we're, we're making this movie. We're, we're doing uh, 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 the first take with Ellen Burstyn and we do the whole scene, mm-hmm. camera on her, and we slowly move back. Then we reset and we do the second one trained on Lee J. Cobb and we get his performance as we move the camera back. But then when we splice these together as they're talking, the, it, it's almost like the distance doesn't match. It's like mm-hmm. we're, we're close on Kinderman and we move away. But then we switch to Chris and we're all the way back up in her face again. Mm-hmm. And now we're moving away from her and we reach a, a point, but then we switch back to Kinderman and the point is different. He's he's either like nearer or farther than we thought. Like Keenan, like you know what I'm trying to say. I, I, I completely agree with you. So on in the previous two minutes, mm-hmm. right? Because we'd started this two minutes ago. We were zooming in very slowly on them. Yes. And there we start at the same point in the conversation. So as we're moving in, they're they're pretty roughly matched with each other, right? Right. So when we when we are at the point where we're at like a medium close of Kinderman, we're at, then we cut to Chris. We're at a medium close of her, and then right. when we're about to a close shot of Kinderman, then we're at a close shot of Chris. Right. That's matching. Right. And then we do this wonderful thing, right? Where in the previous minute he's like, "Well, I don't know. Let me let me you know, I um I've really talked to you through my whole theory of the crime here, but let me pretend like I didn't do that." <laughs> and the camera starts to move out, right? Like, oh, it's like this it's like this release intention. Right. Yes. But we no longer feel like like the camera movement is matching on either side of them, right? They feel very disconnected from each other. Yes. Um now is that intentional or was that a flub by Freakin? Or like are we is he is he trying something with this? Or are are, are we not even supposed to notice it? Like what's Oh, well, what? that's one of the things I think is great about this kind of coverage is that it's it's so slow and gradual that I don't think we notice it in the first viewing at all. Or unless mm-hmm. we're really looking at at everything, and yeah. then that's a very good question. Like, I don't know if we can tell just by by looking at the artifacts here whether it's intentional or whether it is like um, an artifact of the editing or what have you. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not sure we could tell. Um, okay, but yeah, that that slow zoom in and then that slow zoom out because we're probably recording these in in, in single long takes. Right. So yes. it's not just the we don't start recording it with the the zoom out. We've already started doing it a minute and a half ago with the zoom in. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we can answer that question about um, about where they started the mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if we can answer that whether it yeah. was intentional the whole way or whether we're using alternate takes or what have you. Right. Right. All that to say, I think I I do prefer the mm-hmm. earlier um, cuts back and forth where they're where they're moving in. Mm-hmm. It, it and it, if only because I don't notice anything. Right. Right. And here, and maybe I'm only noticing the the backing away mm-hmm. because, like you say, like I it's, we got this podcast and we're we're examining this thing mm-hmm. so closely. Um, maybe it wouldn't be uh, so noticeable um, to a casual viewer. Right. But it is very jarring, right? And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, even when we say like, oh, you know, it's okay to be jarring sometimes, mm-hmm. even then it's hard for us to to like it as much. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. just the yeah. nature of it. Right, right. But yeah, so uh, 
as, as we said, Kinderman is pressing her here. Uh, the servants, they have visitors. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were expecting a package that day, mm-hmm. some delivery, right? No, not that I know of. It, is it me or or do these two answers seem swapped? Like, <laughs> like again, again, we're joking. It's like, like, hey, did you order anything? Uh, were you uh, uh, expecting any deliveries? Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The the servants, are, are they allowed to have? No, not at all. <laughs> well, I think you answered your own question, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why they're in that order. Yeah, they know the rules. No outside contact with friends or family. Um, I'm their family now. Um, I'm their Robert Redford now. Yes. <laughs> or else they get the hooky pull down stick. <laughs> oh jeez, that's and- what happened with Bert. I mean, <laughs> do you want some more coffee? <laughs> In your universe, what does the evil stepmother Chris do with this hooky pull down stick? I don't. I don't think I can say that on the air. Which end do they use? The the, oh, the they use all the ends. <laughs> Sometimes it's a hooky stick push up thing. Oh. oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Shut the front door, <laughs> Judas Priest. Um, yeah, I tell you, you know, you you bring the the, the horseman over one time. <laughs> He breaks one precious vase. <laughs> one precious vase. <laughs> and now everybody is slave to the hooky stick pull down oh, thing. God. Uh, yeah. Okay. But oh god. One horse. <laughs> one bad horse man ruins it for everybody. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Spoils the whole bunch. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. So, so Keenan, how do you feel about what Kinderman is doing here? It always felt to me like he was trying to give her an out. Like, I feel like by this time he's already suspecting Reagan, mm-hmm. right? So, so he's asking Chris, like, like, hey, just, just give me any other lead, and I, and I can focus on that instead. Any visitors, any delivery people, any random stock villains show up for no reason and then leave, right? Like any anybody played by like Anthony Hopkins, Ray Fiennes, Hugo Weaving, right? right? Anybody suspicious like that? Did did Sideshow Bob show up? Uh, you know, like like actually, Keenan, we've established that, mm-hmm. that Burke hated Hitchcock, right? That's right. And those, those used to be the Hitchcock steps. Oh. Maybe they still are. <laughs> yeah, where was Alfred Hitchcock in 1971 yeah. when mm-hmm. Burke got pushed down the stairs? Off, yeah, yeah, he was he was off making making uh, giving giving Burke the role of a lifetime. <laughs> He's going to roll you <laughs> roll down, those, down stairs. those stairs. <laughs> yeah, I think that that Kinderman is, well, you know, I I don't know. Like this this does sound non-dramatic of me to mm. say that like I think Kinderman knows that Chris knows and mm. Chris knows that Kinderman knows. Like I, I feel bad that, that I'm sort of jumping to those conclusions in my analysis of this because mm. that is less dramatic. Obviously, you want to find reveals and, and all that stuff. Mm. But, but I, I do like the idea that Kinderman knows that Chris knows or, you know, in his mind, knows that Chris mm-hmm. knows. And then, yeah, like that that's his way of like trying to catch her even more, right? Like, hey, if you have any other mm. leads, let me know about this. And then it's just going to jump on. Oh, yeah, it must be a package. There must be something. And then we can catch mm-hmm. her in a lie, right? Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, coming as I do from the book, mm-hmm. um, it, it like there there are those scenes where he's alone in his office, mm-hmm. like looking at his his little collage of evidence and everything like that, and he does not want it to be Reagan. Mm-hmm. Like he is he is hoping against hope that it's not oh, Reagan. Okay. Um, and he's just, he, he keeps on looking at the evidence. He keeps on, um, he even does this thing. He's like, you know, he, he says to himself in alone in his office, he's like, uh, he does this little ritual. He's like mental closeout sale. Everything must go right. Mm-hmm. Like to, to kind of like empty out his, his mind. Right. And, and then he just looks back down at the evidence and he's like, 
well, there it is again. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it it's undeniable. It's 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 Reagan, right? It, you know, and and he he hates this. He hates that that this is the case, right? So all of his uh, uh, professionalism and his being so good at what he does is kind of biting him in the ass now because mm-hmm. he's like he kind of wishes that he wasn't as good. Uh, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but. In any case, right, like, you know, back in this in this movie, he he doesn't say what he suspects to be true, mm-hmm. right? He's he's pressing Chris for any other information, any other leads. Now, Chris here is becoming a little bit more agitated, right? She unclasps her hands from that prayer position and uh, begins to like fidget and fuss with her hair. As as she does, she looks away. Um, Kinderman is listing all the possibilities, the groceries, the cleaning, a mm-hmm. uh, package, right? And and she turns back with this like helpless, exasperated uh, way, and she and she says like she really wouldn't know. Right. Carl takes care of all that, mm-hmm. right? Like it's almost like she's giving up, right? Uh-huh. Like. Like he's he's cornered her in in her like defense, and she's like, look, like like now, like so you were saying, Keenan, right? Like Kinderman knows that she knows mm-hmm. that that he knows, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And now it's and now it's like Kinderman knows that she knows that he knows that she knows, right? Right? And it's just, it's like like layers upon ogres again, <laughs> now ogres that- <laughs> and onions. <laughs> There are probably some Friends fans out there, and I imagine that you're not a Friends fan. I I, I watched it back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the one of their most famous bits is when they're trying to hide that um, Chandler and Monica are together, um, but oh. the friends do, the other friends do find out. It's just no, wait, wait, wait. They oh god, I'm going to mess it up. Friends fan. I'm just trying to <laughs> just trying to make sure we don't get too many emails. <laughs> we're sorry, we're sorry, Friends fans. They say yeah. Well, uh, so they know that we know that they know, but they don't know that we know that they know that we know. <laughs> And it's got to be okay. Like if this is if this is Joey saying this, he's got to end with like you know. No, so yeah, Joey is Joey is in the middle. Joey is um, okay. Joey knows that both of the the groups know, <laughs> and oh, he's God. like, no, can we end this? They know that you know, and they know they don't know. They might know that we know that that they know that we know, but they don't know that we know that they know that we know that they know. <laughs> for one person, for one person who likes both The Exorcist and Friends. <laughs> This is their lucky day because <laughs> Right. I'm they, sure I they, have they, that wrong, but that's that's the general gist of that joke, yeah. They jumped onto this episode. <laughs> they jumped right to it. This is the first episode they listened yes, to. Yes. <laughs> this is the first episode, right? Like and like I, I only have I only have one hour. <laughs> I can either watch that episode of Friends that I love so much, or I can listen to Lester and Keenan talk about the Exorcist right. and look at this. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay, but to, to go back to this, so this is a very actually important thing that mm-hmm. Chris ends with, right? She says she really wouldn't know Carl takes care of all of that, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Meaning, meaning the deliveries, meaning the package and everything like that, right? right? And that she has deputized Carl to make sure that Carl and Willie can't have friends over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is horrible, Chris. <laughs> horrible. Right. But so so now we know. Right. Like and we know and and, and listeners, you know, we know um, in addition to the housekeeping and the um, and the buttling uh, and the water transporting. Right. Carl is in charge of receiving deliveries. Right. And murder. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, no. So so after receiving this little bit of information. Right. Uh, about Carl. Right. Kinderman says, I see. As he looks down and away, to me, this is the face of someone who has just concluded something. Mm-hmm. Did you get that feeling? Like it's it's almost like he's 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 saying, 
just as I feel, right? <laughs> like I was, I right. was, I was hoping you would give me a lead, but I don't think, but I didn't think you would. Yes, right? I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- this is probably one of the biggest differences from the book, actually, because in the book he is all about investigating Carl, and and here Chris even suggests like, would would you like to talk to Carl, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, no, 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 no. Why would I want to talk to the big, strong, <laughs> powerful? <laughs> Emotionally blank German man who hated Burke. <laughs> right. It's obviously your twelve-year-old daughter, lady. <laughs> right. I mean, it's the I mean, sick little girl upstairs. <laughs> it's a little girl who's too sick to walk. Who walked down these two flights of stairs to come see me? <laughs> I, I bet, like I. We made ourselves laugh as we as we do you know, on this show, but like how that just goes to show you, folks, mm-hmm. how ridiculous mm-hmm. this sounds to a person who doesn't know that this is a movie, to a person who is not sitting in the theater who bought a ticket to The Exorcist, right? right? Uh, like of all the people in this house, <laughs> right? You have not only a little girl but a sick little girl right. who is like passed out, and then in walks this giant gorilla German man. <laughs> And it's like, like, of course he would be suspect number one. Of course he would be, right? Well, um, we've said it before, but no one who could speak German could be an evil man. <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep a tally. Like, it's amazing we don't have um, a, a royalty-free Simpsons music for a Simpsons trap. It's all a Simpsons trap. It's right? all a Simpsons trap. Everything, everything is a Simpsons trap, right? Um, but like, so, but no. What actually happens, and again, I love these small actions that Lee J. Cobb sort of uh, – mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he, he does, he comes out of a trance as if he was thinking deeply about something, mm-hmm. right? After, after Chris mentions Carl, right? And he looks up at her as if he is realizing she has said something, right? Cause she says like, would you like to speak to him? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and he says, no, never mind. It's, uh, and then he leans back. Right. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, it's, it's very remote. Um, and before we continue, mm-hmm. Keenan, did you notice the bug in the background? No, in, in whose background? Okay, so so I went back, <laughs> folks, and I looked at all these minutes to see if I could find um, a repeating oh, pattern. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Do you see it? Yes, I see it. That's a giant bug. That is a giant bug <laughs> sitting. It's it's folks. It's it's behind Kinderman mm-hmm. on the wall. Right. And I like again. I know it's my job. I'm supposed to like like examine the actors and the story in this thing. But I'm looking at. I was like, is that a real bug or is that? Part of the wallpaper. It must be part like, of the wallpaper. Right? It has to be. Like, so yeah. So so folks, I, I I went back and I looked at all these minutes mm-hmm. to see if there could be like a repeating pattern, like maybe another bug on another wall, mm-hmm. but there is none. Actually, actually, this wallpaper kind of looks like someone uh, painted it. <gasps> oh, yeah. Like maybe this was a mother daughter project. Oh, maybe yeah. And that's also why it kind of looks unfinished, like. Like yes. if you look if you look behind Kinderman in the wide shot, you notice the top area isn't done, right? It's it's all white, right? So so maybe this was an ongoing project that never got finished, and actually the other wall seems like to have like different flowers, uh-huh. and and, and it, 
and I guess, to, okay, so to further back up, um, that this bug isn't real, right? It's, it's been there the whole time, the whole time, right? And then I thought, well, well, okay, yeah, bugs, bugs are, are, are notorious for not moving, right? Like they can go, they can go days just like hanging out in the same place because, you know, what else they got to do? Right. They don't have any friends coming over. No. Chris doesn't allow them. It's like, no butlers, no maids, no bugs. Right. Right. But we would really like to have some of our friends over, madam. Your friends. Friends with the bugs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> yes, madam? No, not you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so, okay, if, if that bug is fake, uh, I think we found one more little rift between mother and daughter, Keenan, mm-hmm, because, yeah. like, if, if that bug is part of the scene, Keenan, it's standing on nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not perched on a leaf. It's not flying. It's just suspended in midair. It mm-hmm. looks like it's crawling on the wall. Right. I think th- I think this is where the rift started. One of them is entering into like their uh, surrealist phase, mm-hmm. and the other one doesn't like it, and that's why the wallpaper is not finished. You notice there's like a big black thing in the corner between Chris and Kinderman. Looks like a cupboard or one of those like fold out like screen things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's covering like a flying fish with a human face and a bowler hat. <laughs> So that's her. That's her. What we're saying. We're saying Reagan. To be clear, this is Reagan. I'm, I'm saying yeah, probably Reagan. The surrealist right? yeah. phase. Yeah. It's her, her Salvador Dali like <laughs> like phase, right? You know. Okay. Yeah. Cut to that night, and Reagan's in bed, right? Captain Howdy's comforting comforting her, like 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 it's okay, Reagan, right? Like she's she's obviously not cultured enough to appreciate the finer points of surrealist art. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but she's got already friends. Maybe maybe we can uh, find a, a, a potential backer uh, at at the party she's having next week, right? <laughs> maybe that astronaut, right? But your next piece, your next piece, Reagan, has got to be bold. Okay. Oh, I got an idea. Here's what you do. <laughs> Captain Howdy, you always like just say, you never, you never actually whisper anything in my ear. Right? It's a bit. Right. I'm doing a bit. I'm doing a bit. It's for the cameras. Yeah. 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 What? What cameras, Captain Howdy? <laughs> And okay, so then, and then we cut to the party, right? You know, um, and and Chris is is dragging Reagan away. She's just like you know, you know, pees on the carpet, right? And Reagan is like, "This is my art." <laughs> You're stifling me! <laughs> right. None of you understand, you clubs! <laughs> this is just going into my journal. <laughs> You'll be next. <laughs> You're gonna die up there with embarrassment when I paint you yeah. as a fascist stomping on creativity. <laughs> Everybody look up, I redid the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> God, uh, and then you know, and then and then cut back in 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 the bed, right? I think, and and Captain Howard's like, I think that went well. <laughs> nope, nobody clapped, but nobody booed, right? It's a lasting effect. They'll be thinking about it all the way home. <laughs> oh, he's right? right about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so like so so naturally, right? Surrealist progression, right? Like bug on the wall, pee on the floor, burke on the stairs. <laughs> Right. This is just her self-expression. Yeah, yeah. And aided by by art, you know, art guru Captain Howdy, mm. right? You know, who read one book on surrealist art, and now he thinks he understands it, right? <laughs> right. He he saw one painting, and he's like, "Oh, we can do that, right?" Guy has an apple for a face. Easy. <laughs> yeah. All paintings have apples on faces. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the AI learning algorithm of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen one painting. 
Yes. <laughs> Everyone in the painting world wears bowler hats. <laughs> yes. It's a metaphor for bowler hats because I don't understand metaphors. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So Kinderman uh, uh, leans back, right? This is okay. So this is after, you know, Chris asks, um, you know, would you like to speak to Carl? Right. right? Um, and he says, no, it's not necessary. It's it's very remote. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can tell he is like super distracted here. His mm-hmm. his mind is going a mile a minute, right? Like back to what you were talking about, uh, Keenan, right? Lee J. Cobb is very present in Kinderman, mm-hmm. playing Kinderman's truth to the point that Kinderman himself is not present at all <laughs> in the scene, right? Like he is elsewhere. His his mind is off in another place. <gasps> or is it? Right. That's what I was gonna right? say. No, he's yeah. he's there. He's waiting to he's, see her reaction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Like again, we've we've hinted that this could all be an act right mm-hmm. and i think both of you like well, both of you both you and i agree yeah right both of you so. you keenan and you and you captain howdy um, <laughs> yes yes i've been here the whole time thanks for um, including me lester <laughs> yes yes that's all that's all he wants guys that's all he wants is to be included right um but yeah this we we're, we're we're saying this this uh could all be an act right like could be could could be that that uh this isn't lee j cobb pretending to be a distracted detective but right. in fact it's lee j cobb pretending to be a very clever detective mm-hmm. pretending to be a distracted detective that's what i think absolutely yeah um now that's certainly true in the book um uh, I'm curious to see as we go through this movie minute by minute if it plays out in the film as well. But I think Keenan, you and I are on the same page so far. So far, so good. So far, so good. Knock on wood. There we go. So yeah, so he thinks for a bit, like kind of talking to himself and Chris at the same time, right? It's very remote. No, no, never mind. And then he seems to come to a decision and he gets up and he goes right to that weird black screen. And he's looking at it, right? Uh, you know what this corner needs, Mrs. McNeil? Something like a, a giant flying fish with a human face <laughs> and a bowler hat. Um, no. Do you like paintings, Mrs. McNeil? I love to <laughs> discuss, critique. No, 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 no. <laughs> but these but, but, paintings yeah. nowadays, no bowler hats anywhere. Yeah. These kids, these kids, these paintings, this LSD. <laughs> Meaning, like, where, like, you know, like what, what this painting is missing is some LSD. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, he, he goes over there and he, and he's sort of just standing there pretending to look at stuff. Again, mm-hmm. folks, we got people looking at nothing intensely, but this is actually different. Like, we can obviously tell that he's looking, but he's not seeing anything. Right. He's just, he's just waiting around. <laughs> exactly. He's waiting for her to say something. Yeah. Yeah. I actually can't get over that. Like, like he gets up, like he's going to leave, mm-hmm. and then he just, goes up to this thing like there's something there he's he's obviously waiting for chris to initiate right right? like it's such a weird tactic because also there's nothing there to look at Mm -hmm. right it's not like he goes up to look at one of like the pictures hanging on the wall or he's examining like one of like reagan's little sculptures or something he goes he literally goes to stare at this black screen Mm -hmm. thing right right um and it works. Yeah, I don't want to pretend like oh, everything he does is like, oh, he's playing four-dimensional chess or whatever. But, right. but no, I think it like it's such a strange thing for him to be doing that it just forces her to say something, anything. Yeah. Right? And and so yeah, so so she's she's like like oh, what the hell is this guy doing? Right. So so she, she asks him to be polite, mm-hmm. like, would you like some more coffee? Right. And he turns and he says, please. Right. <laughs> and folks, if you thought this movie was without humor, the look that she gives him right after that makes me laugh out loud mm-hmm. every time. And I'm, I'm curious if people laughed in the theaters, right, in the, in the 1970s at this moment. Like, you can see the silent scream <laughs> that she does 
like even though folks like even though she hasn't moved mm-hmm. ellen burston's acting choice here is to remain completely still right. completely frozen she doesn't outwardly react and that is such a great comedic choice mm-hmm. because she knows our eyes are going to be on her mm-hmm. watching to see how she reacts and for her to not show any outward sign <laughs> is so much louder and funnier right. than anything else she could have done right I just want like if this were a comedy movie right like if this were if this were inside out <laughs> Kino, uh-huh. and and she's like would you like some more coffee <laughs> and then Kinderman turns and he's like please then we do one of those like really fast like zooms into like Chris's eyeball right. and now we're in her brain and just um uh, Lewis black is just like ah! Oh, what do you do? Yeah, Bill Hader's really. Oh, he said yes. He said yes. We don't have any coffee. Do we have any coffee? Oh, God. <laughs> Why won't he leave? What does he know? <laughs> <laughs> and then we, and then just as quickly, we zoom back out. We're like, and she's like, yes. Let me just go get you some coffee. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is great. It is. It is incredibly, mm-hmm. incredibly funny. And um, yeah, it's weird how how we can switch that. You know, when we spend any time with a, uh, you know, this detective character, we're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's just funny to watch. Even though Chris is our lady, right? Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. like her. We want her to succeed. Just that's something that's sort of inherent in movies about detectives is that we like detectives mm-hmm. catching people at things, even if they're, yeah. even if they didn't do anything, or even if we want mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. to um, to to succeed, we want her to get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, after what seems like a really long pause, mm-hmm. um, she sort of gathers herself and now we can see how much all of this is affecting her like it's in her expression as she looks down as she moves up to gather these cups and saucers the the awkward clattering of the china as she gets up to go to the kitchen we see now even before she's out of eyeshot of kinderman that this interview is really affecting her mm-hmm. um she moves past him into the kitchen, eyes down and away. We only see them after she passes him and they are troubled. I wonder how much of this is that she doesn't uh, know her way around this kitchen and she doesn't know where the, oh. where the dirty teacups go. And oh, <laughs> Because Carl takes care of right. that, right? I really wouldn't know. Carl I, sees all of it. Uh, Carl does all of that, right? Did you murder that man? I really wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> Carl takes care of all the alibis. Um, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, so so uh, we cut from there and we are now deeper into the kitchen, right? Sort of sort of hiding behind what appears to be uh, uh, shelves above the sink or above the above the the, the coffee maker thing, mm-hmm. right? Um and and we're sort of peeking around some some glasses and some containers for oil, maybe honey as Chris walks towards us, plates clattering and Kinderman following behind. And that is where we have to end this minute. Folks, Keenan, is there anything we missed? No, I think we got it. All right. Folks, this has been another excellent Exorcist Minute. I've been Lester Ryan Clark. You can catch me on all the socials as Lester Ryan Clark. And I've been Keenan Diaz, and you can catch me on Instagram and Letterboxd as Howdy Keenan. Yep. We got our listener group, Compelling Conversations. Go check that out and request to join, and we'll let you in here with us. Thank you so much again to everybody who has shared our show um, and uh, given us a, a five-star review, uh, who has uh, commented and uh, subscribed. Thank you again um, to everyone who's done that. We really appreciate it. That's going to help our little podcast grow. 
and find more cool people like yourselves. And lastly, folks, if you'd like to leave us a message, um, theexorcistminute at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Uh, what's your favorite piece of surrealist art, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think, uh, you know, Reagan was a little bit out of line with uh, some of her uh, uh, displays, right? Like, hey, how would you feel about a, a fish with a human face and a bowler hat? <laughs> would you hide that? Do you think that bug is real? <laughs> Do you let your butler and maid have friends? Mm, yeah. <laughs> or are you their only friend? <laughs> Let us know. Um, All right, Keenan, I think that's it. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I am, Lester. Folks, until next time. The the power power of friends friends compels you. How you doing? If you don't know any friends stuff, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> we were on a break. I was going to say, we were on a break. <laughs> Pivot. Pivot. Rachel. <laughs> That's yeah. the extent of your friend's knowledge. It's okay. That is, that is the <laughs> Captain Howdy just like uh, whispering in, in Burke's dead ears. So no one told you life was going to be this way. And now you're dead. <laughs>